and I'm going to keep chipping at it. Like I literally have written on a whiteboard, the PRs for you, the PRs for Daniel. And I'm like, I know your numbers and I'm just constantly like chasing after that. I'm like, I'm going to eat that number alive one day. Welcome to the Power Not Podcast. This is episode two with Corey O'Connor. I am interviewing one of my boys, JC the Tag P. Uh, he's in the military. He has a family. Uh, he wears a lot of hats. He's also in the Masters Division, so he kind of talks about the competition of uh, in between the guys on the Bear team and also just kind of balancing his whole lifestyle. So he's a really good dude, really funny, and hope you guys enjoy it. Um, but yeah, dude, uh, let's just talk about their background. Like when I first met you. I was like, who is this guy? I always see him somehow, somewhere, and uh, all smiles, and saw you at the, the summer camp. It was fun because you were kind of quiet, which is unusual, but then like once you opened up, I'm like, yeah, this is a good dude. So yeah, just go ahead and talk about yourself, man. How'd you, uh, your background, anything? Yeah, so, um, so obviously I joined Bear because Kate, um, one of my friends here, was already part of Bear. She's military, like I'm military, I'm a TACP, been in for 16 years doing that so she kind of brought me into the team um i was stationed at duke then i just moved to herbie so we started training together initially just kind of friends and partners and eventually she decided like hey why don't you come join bear so i was like eh, let me check it out um i needed a new coach and best thing that happened was bear camp like you said uh bear camp is a little bit overwhelming if you're the first timer because everybody knows each other it's a big family and big boys doing big lifts. So that was nerve wracking. That was probably why I was so quiet. Yeah, no. Uh, so for like uh, starting out too, just in weightlifting, like you came from a CrossFit background, correct? Yeah. So I've been doing CrossFit for about two and a half years. And then I got a coach uh, on their high desert. Uh, he saw me lifting at a CrossFit gym. He's like, dude, you don't know how to lift. And I was like, I do CrossFit. I know how to live. And obviously that was not the case. So, Yeah, man, that's cool. Honestly, I love seeing you still doing like double unders and still kind of keeping to your roots. I think there's some value just like still doing the things that you love and still having that balance. Like I could still do CrossFit a little bit here and there and also compete at a high level. So like, um, so you had that CrossFit background. You talked a little bit about the military. Uh, so how long? You said you've been in for a while, right? So I know I know yeah. you've been in for a while, but you're just telling other people who are listening. No, yeah. So I've been in for 16 years. Original TACP. Came in TACP into military, so special warfare. Uh, I've been doing that. I have 16 years of hitting it hard. I'm going to actually hit 17 this year, so I'm pretty excited about that because that puts me into my last three. Uh, but enjoying the job you get paid to call in bombs on target. So it's a pretty sweet it's job. It's so badass. I'm jealous. You have such a cool job. It's cool. I know you like talk about my job as well, but I think it all balance each other out. You know, I'm in the air, you're in the ground, but at the end of the day, we still work together. Um, 100%. Dude. Yeah. You get to travel too. Um, it just seems super cool. And it makes, you know, you seem happy like you, you do it. So as far as like, with uh i'm kind of going even deeper so with crossfit in general did like the military introduce crossfit or did you already have crossfit because i know sometimes you know a lot of military dudes in general it kind of blends together like crossfit and military and same with first responders in general so like let's talk about that like did the military influence you on crossfit or did you just kind of have to find it eventually so honestly so it just started with a deployment like i deployed i don't i was always doing my like global gym stuff 
Um, got to a deployment location and then there was a bunch of people like moving fast and throwing barbells. <laughs> what is going on over there? Um, I would argue I was one of the dudes that used to make fun of crossfitters. Absolutely. And I, I went to your class and they're like, try this. And I was like, oh, I cannot do that. So um, I'm a pretty stubborn dude. I think that's what makes me good in the military. Like I want to be good at everything that I do. So because I couldn't do the things in the class, I was like, well, I'm going to come two days a week. And that's why I told the coach, no more than two days. Um, and I think like halfway throughout the deployment, I got my level one while deployed, was going like six days a week to the class. So then um, I saw my conditioning for like me being attack P go up a lot. I started getting stronger, faster. Um, you always get some party tricks out of CrossFit. So um, that was kind of fun. Yeah, that's a cool story. I didn't know that about you. And I knew I figured like, especially with uh, special ops or just stuff like that, like within your job, you're probably going to do something that's similar to CrossFit, even if it may not be CrossFit. Like the dudes who don't do it, they probably end up doing some type of like hit training or high intensity to get a little bit of bang for your buck, both because it's very practical in what you guys do. No, hundred percent. Yeah, that's pretty cool, man. And then, um, so you're you kind of like when you started weightlifting, you're kind of like flirting in between like a a senior athlete, and then now you just rolled into a masters. So uh, yeah, let's talk about that. Like, so how do you find yourself like competitive between just like your own self with masters, like being a masters athlete and just kind of balancing that out. You know what I'm saying? Like your own personal goals versus like what the actual competition floor. Yeah, man. So, um, my first year, I like the first competition that I did, it was kind of interesting. I wasn't a master. So I my very first competitions was like the very tail end of my senior year. Uh, I did my competition with Kate, went to a place in Atlanta, um, literally got there. I drove the day of the competition, which Kate was like super mad about because she thought that I'd gotten the day before. So I literally drove six hours to Atlanta to then literally like was almost late, almost miss like Wayne's like all that stuff happened. Um, but then I got in the back room and that's what actually motivated me to like really get into competition because I got into the back room I didn't know nothing. I didn't, I didn't know how to count plates. Didn't know what the plates looked like, count cards, but Kate was there. And it was actually all the bros back there. Uh, I sat down, a dude next to me was like, hey man, you look nervous, are you okay? And I was like, dude, this is my very first competition. And when and was I, this? When was, what year was this? Uh, can you know exact date or anything like that when you did your first Yeah, move? so it was uh, 2021. Um, it was in August, 2021. Wow, yeah, that wasn't that long ago. Yeah, so I was like, okay, cool. Uh, and the guy was super nice, super welcoming. He's like, dude, this is, and I still remember what you said. He's like, dude, this is about you. Just go out there and do things for you. And that really stuck with me in the sport. Cause like you mentioned, that was my senior year. Like fast forward, I go to the Arnold in March, uh, last year. Um, and I hit an online qualifier, very small stuff. And then boom, like I'm at the Arnold, um, as a masters on a stage, super overwhelmed, um, cause it was a lot, <laughs> there's a lot of people that aren't home. Um, but to me, it was about like, you mentioned, like is my competition versus myself. Like I wanted to be able to like get on the stage. I wanted to be able to like showcase what my team had put behind me. And then Kate was there. Like I'll mention Kate multiple times, uh, Kate Miranda, um, she was there and she just made the experience like so good. Like we we're, everybody was super serious 
sitting by the chairs and Kate and I were like literally jamming to do a loop, like literally singing, levitating, like just like get out there and just do your thing. Um, so that really motivated me, got done. I competed. I was a master. So I was like, cool. I'm done. I'm going to leave. And then as I'm leaving, I get medals. So I was like, Whoa, this is cool. Like I'm a master's and I can still compete against master's dudes um and metal so seeing the fact that like masters is its own monster like there's a ton of dudes and masters that are super strong uh that motivated me and then i met dudes like you bro um having dudes in the team that um motivate you um the competition is real like it doesn't matter what category you are in bear we're gonna talk smack to each other like we're gonna talk about our list we're gonna talk about who's getting better and it's just interesting that we're all across like this weights, but we're like calling each other out on like the lifts that we're doing. So overall, like that's really what helps me. Yeah, honestly, I think it helps a lot because um, you know the difference between like CrossFitters and weightlifters. And sometimes like weightlifters get a bad rap of being like kind of pretentious and, and like kind of stuck up. And not a lot of us are like that. And I feel like the newer generation of weightlifters, even though that we may be older, we kind of had something else. Like we, a lot of us did CrossFit before. And I think that's one of the things that we're bringing into weightlifting. And I think Bear as well. And I'm not saying we're trying to be like CrossFit, but we're taking the good values as far as like the community, like the accountability, just like the competitions, me and you calling each other out. Like I, I'm Goku, you're Vegeta. Like that what motivates me and keeps me having fun week by week, and especially being remote athletes. Like I don't want to talk about too much on my side because I want to hear more about you, but I did want to talk about just like just having fun and and like like you said doesn't matter what weight class like we're different ages like you're a few years older than me you were in a different weight class but if we're in the same numbers like let's battle each other out like let's have fun with that and then if we're on the same cycle i'll see what you're doing and not trying to compare but it keeps you motivated like okay if jake hit this and this complex and we're in the same numbers then maybe I, i should be hitting somewhere around there and i think that's what makes it fun and highlight the fact that all you guys that are lower categories than me are way stronger than me. So it's always like, for me, is I like, I would argue I have competition every day because I see you guys in lower weight classes than me, literally like body weight lighter, but then still putting like stupid numbers over mine. So for me, it's like, I'm going into the gym and I'm going to keep chipping at it. Like I literally have written on a whiteboard, the PRs for you, the PRs for Daniel. And I'm like, I know your numbers and I'm just constantly (laughs) like chasing after that. I'm like, I'm going to eat that number alive one day. And dude, like, I'm not going to lie. I'm sure you do too. Like if you go on Wattify and you go into class, like I'm talking CrossFit days and you look at the leaderboard, you see somebody doing something in strength and you see something doing like the Metcon, like, I don't care. There's something about it. And if you're close within those same numbers or capability, like same level athlete, doesn't matter what, how old, tall, short, whatever. Something about that is like kind of keeps you going, and I miss that because everyone always makes excuses like, "Oh, I'm in a different weight class," or "Oh, I weigh lighter than you." I don't care. I don't care uh-huh. if I'm having fun and I want to. I want to do something like that. Like that's us. That's boys being boys, and that's why I wanted to start this podcast because I just wanted to like mess around and talk about like just fun stuff that we do. You know? Agreed, man. And like you said, like that's the biggest thing in bear. Like it doesn't matter. Like the boys are boys. The bear boys are always around. I know that no matter what I post, I'm going to have one of the bear boys like hyping me up or like just pushing me. So I just did like hang 
hand muscle squat snatches the other day. I'm like, Daniel was on it. He's like, what is that? <laughs> and how are you doing that at 175? So that's just our team. Yeah, no, absolutely. Like, it's fun. I, I love all the guys. And that's why if it gets annoying, we get tagged and stuff at the same times. Like, if I do something, I want to let you guys know, like, hey, look, here's what I'm doing. Like, it keeps each other yeah. accountable. And we've been doing it for a long time. Like, we still have that same uh, group in Instagram. The Bear, yeah. Shout out Bear Boys, everybody in there. Yep, yep. <laughs> and <laughs> and we, it all started because we had that bond when we all hung out at the summer camp. Yeah, did you want to, like, I know we are talking about a little bit just kind of like masters and, and motivation within friends, but uh, did you want to dabble into, like, the mindset of competitions? Because I know that you, we kind of talked about, like, how you are, like, just starting out so new. Um, yeah, is there so. anything like you have like rituals or certain things that you keeps you in a good place? Cause you're kind of like me, maybe like a little lighthearted and stuff, but is there anything specific that you, you do? Yeah. So, um, I kind of like fell into my groove now. Um, obviously finals was my second big competition. Uh, so last year was Arnold and then finals. So I had a long time in the middle to honestly like break apart, come back together, break apart, come back together mentally. Cause I, like I kept seeing you guys competing and I'm like, man, if I don't compete as much as the guys are competing, like what's going to happen. So I just fell into my own groove. Like music really helps me out. Um, so what I do uh, for competition or PR days is I have a specific playlist. There are four songs that I'm going to play um, that are going to let me know, like this is the music that I'm listening to and I'm going to get it. Uh, so I play those four songs and when it's time to go, um, they just let me rip the bar off the floor. Hey, so you list, you only listen to four songs that will drive specifically, you. Yeah, specifically, like I'll listen to other playlists, but when it's game time, like at finals, when it was game time, there's a playlist that just has four songs. And, and that's my ritual. I was like, all right, here we go. And it's a specific order how they play. And it sets my heart on fire and then go do things on the floor. That's super cool. Like, uh, I'm very musically motivated. That's kind of how I get through things mentally as well. Uh, in training, I know we're kind of talking about competition. We're still talking about, like, you know, just mentality. But as far mm-hmm. as um, in training, have you ever listened to, like, one song on repeat just because yeah. it helped you focus? Thank you. Okay, <laughs> yeah. I thought I was the only one, man. <laughs> no, dude, like, I, like, literally yesterday, um, like Christian has me learning this new drill uh, just to help me get under the bar, uh, which is to me a very challenging and nerve wracking drill. Cause thinking about doing a hang muscle squat snaps, like I'm no hip contact. I'm just pulling the bar and getting under it uh, was initially very challenging. Like I couldn't get anything over 95 pounds, uh, but then I found the right song. It's called kill the noise. And that song just starts ripping in my head. And it's like literally what I'm telling to myself, like, just kill the noise, kill everything around me. It's a Papa Roach song, um, kill the noise. And it's just me and the barbell. I don't care about what's going on in the gym. I don't listen to anything. Uh, so that really helped me out. So when I have like a bad day, it's like that song is like over and over. And over okay. Again. Yeah. And you always seem very like open to learn, especially at this age and been lifting for X amount of years for a long time. You always seem to have that growth mindset, which is good to have. And I think that's what you need in order to get better because, you know, you need a little bit of both. You need to be like stubborn in a sense that you need to grind and do it right and trust your movement. 
And also, you just need to have that open mindset as far as like, hey, what if the things that I'm doing isn't correct? Or, hey, maybe I need to like do something different that's going to benefit me and stick with it. Yeah. And, and I think like testament to you, not that, you know, you want that, but it's people like you. Like, I remember I was having a struggle with like, hey, my footing. So you like literally sent me a video on like how to properly set my footing for my jerk. Um, and I actually, I did that like a ton of times off that video that you sent me, like marked it with chalk, did exactly what you said. Uh, so I think like, I am very open to learning because of the guys in, in the bear team and like K and like B and Christian and everybody in the team. Like I wouldn't be as like open to learning if it was like received like negatively. Like when I ask questions, everybody's like, dude, let's help you out. So because our team has that environment. It's really, really conducive to me wanting to be like, Hey, I like, I have a question. Like, can somebody help me out? So I think our team and people like you really help out. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. Yeah. I think it's, it's, it's all, all around pretty good. And I just, I, even myself, like I, I coached, I know you coach a CrossFit coach as well. So you kind of understand the fact of like, uh, hearing out and knowing what to do and kind of following as well. And I think you need a little bit of both. Like in order to be a good coach, you need to be coached and also be an athlete, vice versa. And, um, yeah, like we're always all willing to help out. And I'm, I always like when I'm an athlete, I kind of play stupid. I kind of play dumb. Like I, while I'm in the athlete role. You tell me what to do. You know, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be like, oh, I just, I, I'm not gonna do that. It doesn't make any sense. And I'm like, no, it's like that. It's that trust thing that I uh, repeat over and over. Got to have that trust and and just do what they say, even though we may not think that it's right. But at the same time, there's no nothing wrong with asking questions too. Agreed. And like I said, I have the best team out there. Uh, quick line for Bear Barbell. I have the best team out there. So with the bear, with the bear team, you can't fail. <laughs> yeah, man. Let's talk. Uh, let's talk about the summer. Guys, I, I kind of want to talk about the summer camp. I so for a lot of reasons why I had JC on here because he's such a good good dude. For one, his military's got a cool job. Tag P, like special. Op. Come on, like he's cool. Also, a master athlete, and he still puts up hella weight, which is impressive. I'm like, dang, like okay, that motivates me. Maybe I could be like that when you know a few years down the road, and then. Um, yeah, he's just a good dude. He's like he always so supportive of us. Never seen like a guy like that, and he's um, he's just like yeah, he's just goofy like us and likes to have fun. And I just want to talk about the summer camp and yeah, we can dive in a little bit if you want. Go ahead, I want to hear yeah. on your perspective, dude. So summer camp was off the chain. One, you get to bear. I feel overwhelmed. I walk in and there's just people everywhere, and people are just crushing weights. You walk in, you see the crew. You see dudes like Lane, like all these like people that have like big achievements and I've seen on social media. And then I'm like, these dudes are here. Um, I already followed you. So I was like, all right, Corey's going to come in. Um, you come in with your swag with like, hey, what's up? You got a camera. You're like, hey, this is going on. Um, so like right off the bat when you came in, um, it was super cool. Like seeing everybody, seeing how like the energy was going to be. And then people are just ready to eat. Like if you want to describe a bear barbell camp, people are ready to eat. They're going to look at each other and they're like, you got this. I got this. Let's go. Um, so it was really cool. I like, walking in and starting camp uh, like that. Additionally, coaches are there, got to meet new teammates, um, see crazy things. 
Uh, our camp's pretty dope. Uh, we have a lot of strong females in the camp too. So that's like super impressive to see this like amazing woman next to me crushing weights. Um, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> look, put that weight up. <laughs> I know you look over a uh, freaking uh, girl snatching 90 kilos and I'm like, holy crap. <laughs> that, that's impressive. You got freaking uh, a red on, red plate on, a green plate, and uh, either some chains, pl- like a, what's it, what would you call it? The um, comp collars on. Because for us, it looks like it's 95, but it's 90 kilos. But that's damn near 200 pounds right there. This episode is brought to you by Athletic Greens. Psych, screw that. I'm not Joe Rogan. I do hate when there's ads and podcasts, but we had some technical difficulties. So just bear with us. I do want to shout out Tier for all the free gear that we got for AO Finals. So if you haven't seen them, go check them out. They do have some good lifters. I've heard nothing but good reviews of them. So yeah, maybe give it a try. And we're back. All right. So we had a little commercial break. So that's fine. We're talking about the summer camp and how you got there. You said you follow a lot of people on Instagram and then you saw them in person. And then also you kind of just were inspired by the women that are lifting heavy weights and everyone just had that same mentality. So um, fairly new to the team. JC was, you know, checking out the summer camp. It's honestly the first time he met a lot of the athletes. And then um, just, yeah, like what did, uh, like, just go ahead and continue and talking about like your experience. Yeah. So like I was saying, Got there, follow a lot of people on social media, want to see what it was all about. Uh, I was lucky enough that Kate came with me. So we drove from Florida to Texas, which is really cool because it gave me time to like talk to her um, and just kind of get to know like how the vibe was going to be when we got there. But if you haven't been to a bear camp, there's nothing like a bear camp. Like you can't prepare for a bear camp. You don't know what's going to happen. Slim has really good energy. The coaches have really good energy. Uh, So it was just going to be awesome. They brought food. You got food, weights, and good people. Like, what else could you ask for? And then uh, as far as, like, was that the first time you met your uh, your coach, too? Christian? Yeah. Yeah. I got Christian. Um, so I was a little bit nervous because, obviously, you know, he picked me up. Uh, we worked for a couple of weeks, and then, like, I was going straight to Bear to meet him. How did you end up uh, getting with uh, Christian? Is that you just reached out to Bear in general, or how did that work? Yeah, so essentially – Kate, uh, I had some issues with my previous coach. Um, like we just didn't jive and he didn't like CrossFit and it just like, didn't like that I was even involved with CrossFit. So that kind of led to like some issues. Um, so ultimately like Kate was always my, like my second coach at the military affiliate that we were at. So like I asked Kate, I was like, Hey, I like, I need a coach. Uh, Kate is a super busy coach. She coaches like high school weightlifting. She's a nurse. She's already taking care of a bunch of athletes. So he's like, well, let me reach out to headquarters. So a uh, huge testament to like slim. Kate put me in a text with slim and I'm talking like Corey within minutes, slim had already replied, added Christian to the group was like, Christian, this is JC. JC, this is your new coach. Um, like that was insane to me. Oh. <laughs> so like for those who don't know, when JC talks about Slim, he's talking about uh, Brittany Rucker, our coach, uh, AKA we call her B, Slim Thick 64 on Instagram. So that's why he calls her Slim, just for some context. <laughs> yeah. And it's taken time because you uh, initially when I met uh, Slim or Coach B, 
I called her ma'am all the time. Like during the bear camp, I called her ma'am the entire time to the point that she came up to me and she said, whenever you're ready, I am ready for you to call me B or Slim. So that was kind of funny. I figured she'd be like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I cuss you out or something. <laughs> she literally like to my face said that. She's like, whenever you are ready, I am ready for you to call me slim or be as like, yes ma'am <laughs> yeah <laughs> so like we kind of like you know as people could see or know and we talked about this multiple times i sound repetitive but we love it you know it's like a family so speaking of family i know that you know you have a family of your own so how do you balance out just like you know being a dad or you know like, and then working with your stressful job and then working with weightlifting and crossfit and coaching crossfit how do you balance all that out with having family yeah, so uh, like you mentioned, I have a 14-year-old daughter. Uh, she's a trip. The good thing about my daughter is that, like me, she's an athlete. So she's in competitive cheer. She did gymnastics, was ranked for that. She's a second-degree black belt, plays flag football. Like, she's all over. Uh, and she also does weightlifting. So, That's amazing. And- That's super <laughs> so, impressive. <laughs> so doing that, like, it helps me out because we have a lot of things in common. Like we can talk about the sport. We can talk about like what's going on with training. Um, so that kind of really bonds us. I'm also a youth leader in my church. Uh, so my daughter goes there. She's actually in the youth council. So like I spend time with her there. So in general, like I kind of revolve my schedule around her because um, she's my main focus. And then after that, like I know when she's at school. So I know like I normally train later on in the afternoon. Uh, so that way I can like spend time with her and then go uh, train. I work during the day. The good thing about the military, my job is I get paid to stay fit. So my morning session, I do a lot of my conditioning accessories and like kind of my CrossFit style training. And then I work then in the afternoon, a straight like grinding on weightlifting. So okay, um, I just back scheduling it. <laughs> do they give you certain hours to like train? Because I know, like, uh, even the SEER dudes, like, they have, like, X amount of hours where they can train. I only know that because it's, like, one SEER guy on base. And, like, for air crew, no, we don't have – We I mean, you give your regular PT hours, but, like, I know that you guys specifically have, like, certain hours, right? Are you able to train or you have to get certain – yeah, like, how does that work? I'm curious. Yeah, so essentially, like, I have a strength and conditioning coach. Uh, those guys, uh, they're part of the – they're part of the human performance team that, like, special warfare's have. So that like medical strength and conditioning, you actually get like a full certified dietitian. Um, so that's the human performance team. So you go to them. I have my workouts in my app and then I go to them. They plan my workouts, my nutrition, and then that just gets going. So I show up in the morning, normally about like an hour to two hours in the morning. Uh, it's my PT time with them and they're there. They're making sure I'm hitting the numbers. The cool thing about the human performance team is I went to them and I said, Hey, I want to get better at weightlifting. So they're like, okay, then let's tailor your training and your accessories to strengthen your overall hold, your core, your legs. So uh, they were super welcoming about me wanting to do a sport because the air force in general is uh, the commander of my organization is actually in the exceptional athlete program for the air force. Uh, so because my commander is in that program, he understands that I want to compete as an air force athlete. So he's super supportive of that. Dude, that's pretty cool, man. Uh, I didn't know. I didn't know that you had a whole like squad, which makes sense. Like that makes perfect sense. It's like first, like 
can you get me a job? <laughs> <I'm just kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to go out there in Florida. I, I mean, I have a master's, you know, in exercise physiology. I've been a strength coach. But now that's super cool. So, like, do you have to have their workouts that they set for you? And do you do, like, normal, is, like, two days normal for you? Because you have to do, like, the, you know, strength and conditioning stuff. And then on top of that, your, your weightlifting programming? Yeah, so um, as much as my coach, probably Christian, will kill me, but he knows that. Uh, so I have to keep my conditioning for my job as a tack piece. Um, I will argue though, weightlifting has made me way stronger, which has helped my job as a tack piece. So I can carry more weight. I'm stronger and all that, but in order to keep my conditioning, um, yeah. So I have a morning session where I do training now, like I mentioned, they actually tailored all my training to keep my conditioning up and added stuff specifically for weightlifting, which I thought was really cool. So all my accessories support my weightlifting. At lunch, I normally hit like a 30 to 45 minute cardio session. Um, and that's just biking, jogging, running, rowing, whatever they have. Uh, we use a lot of air runners to reduce the impact on my body. Uh, so then I do that and then I hit weightlifting. So normally on average, I hit two and a half sessions a, a day, um, five days a week. And then Saturdays, I hit like just one long session where I do cross. I do my weightlifting, then I do my cross. Dude, that is so impressive. I did not know that. Not a lot of athletes can do that or are capable of doing that. So shout out to you, man. Like I had no clue that you had to do all that. Tra- I figured, but... That's why I like interviewing. I get to know a little bit more about you. That's impressive. And quote unquote masters. Like, dude, props <laughs> to you. That is, I am, yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm flabbergasted. Like, I'm like, holy, uh, that's awesome, dude. I had no idea that you had to do all that stuff. That's pretty freaking cool. So speaking of like cardio and weightlifting, and you said obviously you need it for the job, but do you think that doing all the training that you do for, you know, your job, being a tech P, do you think like that cardio aspect or that like, you know, getting that helps you in weightlifting as far as stamina? Like, do you see any benefits about it? Like, uh, I was curious because I started to do more stuff outside of just, you know, weightlifting because I do zero cardio and I started doing a soccer league actually. And on Thursday nights, I just joined one and it's been awesome. It's been fun. Yeah. So I think it does, man. Um, I would argue I have an engine that is built based on CrossFit in my background. So I can take a lot more on volume. I can take like, you know, when Christian started training me, I would have never tried to hit a heavy like squat, like a front squat over 300 pounds, but I hit a 425. It's because he trained me. Like I can take a lot more volume uh, because I am used to training at that level. Like my military training is very demanding, like heavy rucking, running, pull-ups, push-ups, like having to be able to swim, all the requirements that my job does, it, it gives me a really strong cardiovascular system. So if I'm talking about blood flow that I need to pump my muscles up for weightlifting, then I have an engine. So I think Kate knows that. Uh, Christian knows that. That's why I get, a, I would argue I get a lot more volume and I can last a lot longer uh, in training because I can take that brunt because I'm, I've been doing it for 16 years or 16 years. I've been getting beat up like this. So weightlifting is just fun now. Yeah, no. So I, that's good that you talk about it because I feel like we could debunk some of those myths about like cardio hindering strength performance. 
And you may be an outlier or maybe not the case for everyone, but doing some cardio here and there is not going to be detrimental to your overall strength is basically what I'm trying to say, right? And I, and like I said, like I'm good about separating my training. So I know like, Hey, I'm going to put my conditioning early in the morning, make sure that I load that up, get good nutrition during the day. So that way, when I get to weightlifting, I'm well fed, I'm ready to go. And I have a mind to replenish. But even after I get done weightlifting some days, like yesterday, I was doing party tricks with a rope. So, um, like I said, I just, I have a strong engine and then that allows me to train heavy all the time. So. Yeah. Okay. That's that's really cool. That's really interesting about hearing all your your training aspects. So as far as like you know you have a dietitian and stuff like that, like nutrition, like how how far like do you do things for like want to be aesthetically like pleasing? Like you do like bro muscle, like you know bro workouts like bodybuilding to like look a certain way, and also you have like a diet plan. Like you want to is there anything you want to talk about as far as like diet and what keeps you fueled that maybe somebody else could take out of it yeah so uh i do have a dietitian in the team um she kind of builds macros like you mentioned i think that in order for me to be a good coach for my athletes like i have to be coach as well so i run the macros for my athletes i run their training so in order for me to do that then i gotta learn so i have she runs my diet i have my coaches so uh, for me honestly um, i just realized i didn't eat enough like I was always struggling with like lowering my body weight and I was eating less. And then I got to a dietitian and then she's like, well, let's eat more protein. Let's do this. And I went from 231 to like, dude, I'm sitting at 219 and I'm holding 219. Like I'm not struggling. I'm eating a ton of food um, and that's really helping me out. What did, what did you do is like, as far as like, I, you talked about taking more protein intake as far, do you do like more fats and l- less carbs? Like, uh, what, what is your macros look like? Uh, so my macros right now are like, like three, 397 on like carbs, like 147 on protein and like 80 on fats. Uh, so my carbs definitely went up. Like I, I was, my carbs were a lot lower than that when I, before I got a diet. Really? Okay. Yeah. So, and I didn't know, like I was just trying to mess with my own numbers and she was like, Hey, what I didn't account for was the amount of training that I do in the day. Like I train three times a day, essentially. So I was running my macros off of my body weight and then trying to get to this weight. And what my body was doing, I was like, cool story, bro. You want to do this, but you're not giving me enough food. So I'm going to hold on to everything. So now that I eat more, now my numbers, like I've seen a steadily increase in the last four months since I jumped on with her. I've gotten stronger. I had a slight injury before finals. She helped me get through it, got my weight down. And like, I'm holding, like I said, 219 now um, and feeling super strong and hitting heavier numbers that I hit at heavier weight. So I'm feeling pretty good. Dude, that's awesome, man. That's, that's pretty impressive. It's like a, it almost sounds like a like too good to be true. Like I'm following everything. I'm doing everything I'm supposed to. And then you start seeing results. And I think that's a value for just training in general, or like, you just gotta, you just gotta follow things and stick with it, being consistent. Um, as far as you're talking about like macros and, and, um, like, you know, you're following that and take actually eating more helps you lose weight and get stronger. Is there like, how do you, do you cook a lot meal prep or, or is there certain meals that you like specifically? Like what works for you? 
Yeah, man. So, you know, island boys. So um, <laughs> I love to cook. I like to make my own food. Um, I love chicken. I love like I love chicken. So <laughs> for me, it's super easy. Um, red meat. I like red meat, but I don't eat it as much. So normally what I do is I meal prep. Um, I have an awesome roommate that also like meal preps and has chicken. So like I just buy a ton of chicken keep it on containers. I make a ton of meat on Sunday and then I just make them during the day. Like I'll be eating ground turkey during the day, chicken. I love eggs. So I'll take in a bunch of eggs in the morning, um, rotisserie chicken, uh, things like that, just to continue to like add protein. And then whatever I don't eat, um, I'll have a protein shake, but I'm big on just making my own food. I think it's cleaner. I think it makes it a lot easier. And I've seen some of your recipes on your Instagram and the food that you put out. So. <laughs> yeah, I cook here and there. Do you use like a lot of rice? Like what's your combo? Like what is there a go-to? You talk about, you know, eat a lot of chicken and ground turkey. Um, yeah, is there anything that's like just easy and works for you as well? I'm just kind of curious. So maybe I could take in some of your yeah. your, uh, your stuff. <laughs> so like I've literally learned a thousand and one ways to make tortillas. Like I love tortillas. I don't know when it hit, but like flour tortillas, regular tortillas, corn, like whatever it is, I'll have like, I saute them a specific way to make a breakfast burrito. Like I, lately I just make everything into a burrito. So I have a breakfast burrito, I have a lunch burrito, a dinner burrito. I change the sauces and the condiments that I have on there. Um, but even like if I have a sweet tooth and I want to eat something, I'll literally take a tortilla, put Nutella on it and then like saute it on the pan. And it's like a, like a crunchy tortilla with Nutella. So if you want to have a, like a cheap crepe, there you go. Tortilla crepe. <laughs> <laughs> so that and rice, like, you know, I'm Puerto Rican, so I love me some rice. Yeah, man. What about some plantains? Like, I love plantains, too. All day, dude. Like, fried plantains, bananas. Um, yeah, that, that's just good. Like, you, can't, you can't go out without that. <laughs> so, like, uh, you know... I travel a lot for work. I know you do too. And sometimes like you're trying to find like dieting and training. How do you like figure those things out? I've seen it here and there and I commend you because I don't know how you could like try to do weightlifting on like a bar with some metal plates or something like that. But yeah, like how, how do you do it and how do you plan that out? Like, you know what I'm saying? Especially dieting too. Yeah. So I think, Again, um, always goes back to my coaches. Uh, I have an amazing team behind me, uh, Christian, uh, number one on coaching. So normally what I'll do is I'll tell Christian, it's like, and he knows it, like I'm in the military, I'm in a TDY. So I'm like, hey, go in TDY. As soon as I get to the gym, I let him know what's available at the gym. If I need to talk, I can take a video, load it up for him so he knows what I have available. Um, and then, like, and that's what I think makes Bear so strong is that the coaches tailor things to you. So I'm like, hey, like I had to go to South America and based on what I was doing, like I, I had to use the gym hotel. Uh, so he literally tailored everything to me using the gym hotel. So I was still doing snatches with a small bar. I was still doing jerks with a small bar. It's just weight went down, but I could still get the repetitions. Um, so I do that. Love dropping out CrossFit gyms. Like CrossFit gyms now are kind of super welcoming to weightlifters. Uh, you can always drop in, you buy a t-shirt or a hat and they'll let you in. Um, so that's kind of cool. And then for nutrition, 
best thing to do is there's always a clean eats or some restaurant like that. So when I'm TDY, I'll just like find something like that, buy a bunch of meals, keep them in the microwave, and that's kind of how I eat. Yeah, that's smart. Maybe I should start doing that. It might save my per diem as well. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely saves your per diem because you can get like, you know, meals like clean eats for like 40 bucks. And then if your per diem, like the last few I went on, I was going to make like $700 in per diem. So I was like, I'm going to save that money for a new tattoo. So I just went and got some meals. Um, If I can, normally I'll book a hotel that has a kitchen. And if it has a kitchen, then I'll cook for myself. Like I'll just get there, bring my containers, cook a bunch of food and then eat that and then supplement with like a local restaurant or something. That's cool, man. Yeah, you seem pretty dialed in. Like you're a responsible dude. You seem like to have your priorities straight and and, like very good at balancing so many different things in your life. Uh, Like what like. Like, I just want to know, like, what, how did you become the man you are today? Like, you're just like, you have a guy, you're a good guy with good values. Like, you're super nice, very good mindset. I just want to know, like, where, the, where does that come from, from you? And that's a weird question to ask, but I just want to know you a little bit more, you know? Yeah, man. So, um, I would say, like, uh, first and foremost, like, like I mentioned, I'm a youth leader. I think it comes from my faith. Um, I think, like, 16 years of military service, like being attack P, like at the end of the day, um, my job is just to rain hate on people. So I'm there to drop bombs on people, protect my team. So when you have a job that's mentally demanding, that requires you to like constantly focus on ways to just smash things. Like that's literally like we joke about it. Like I'm there to smash things. When things are going south, I'm the guy in the team that's going to smash things to get the team through. So I think when you have to live in that mindset, having faith and having belief really gets you through like uh, my faith in Christ um, and like, and Jesus uh, have really like, that's what keeps me saying. Like when I'm having a bad day, you know, I take a knee and I pray. Um, You'll see me praying at the gym all the time. If I'm having a bad day, (laughs) like in my playlist, like the other day I made a reel and I had church clap on there because it was literally the song that was played in my head the entire time. Um, So I think, for me specifically, I think people have their own things, but for me, it's been my faith. Um, my faith has been the strength that kind of pushes me through everything and everything that I do in life. When I have stresses of life, feeling like I'm not doing good enough as a father or whatever it may be, I just kind of fall back to my faith and reset that. And I think as long as I keep my eyes on my faith and everything surrounding like my faith, then everything else just kind of falls into place because I know he has a good plan for me. So. That's awesome, man. That's amazing to hear. And like, yeah, it's just it's just cool hearing the stories of like, you know, military and everything that you've done because you got a lot of experience, just life experience in general. So it's good to hear about you. I got a couple more questions before we like, you know, kind of close out. Uh, one question is like, what is your takeaways on like social media and Instagram and stuff like that? Because you always been you're like you're always yourself. Like you're always very just happy go lucky. Same kind of like me. And, um, but I know there's also like a toxic side and sometimes some people talk about that and I don't know, just like, what's your views on like social media, how you use it and just, yeah. Yeah, man, for me, um, honestly, um, yeah, there's a lot of darkness out there, but I think like social media is a good medium. It's a good way to communicate. It's a good way to get your message out. Like for me, my message is about like, Hey, I'm a Christian. I'm in the military. I'm a dad. And I can still do anything I want to. Um, and it's just that to me. It's my way of showing people that, like 
doesn't matter what you want to do, you can do it. Um, and then I like, I'm doing it as a Christian because a lot of times like people, like I've, they're afraid to say that they're a Christian on social media because they think that they're going to get attacked or something. So if you look at my social media, the first thing on my social media is a Bible verse because it starts there. Like my life starts there. So I think for me, it's a good medium to communicate. Um, it's a good medium to reach out to people. Like I've had people reach out to me that I didn't know because they saw a video of one of my lifts. And then in conversation, like we've become social media friends and I've gone to places and I've met them because there's TDY. So I think for me, like, um, you have two choices in life. Uh, you can look at the darkness around you and let it engulf you, or you can just be a bright star, dude. Like you and I, uh, have one thing in common. We're a mess and our energy is bright. Like we are like suns. And if you're around, you're either burning with us or you're going to get burned. So I think that in social media, I'm not going to hide who I am. I'm a goofball. I have high energy, uh, but at the end of the day, that's me. And it comes from a place of faith and belief. So I think it's just a good medium to communicate with people. Yeah, that's amazing. I think you do a really good job too, covering all that. And it's just, yeah, it's just fun. Like, I don't know how to describe it. Like, I personally like social media because I get to connect with a whole bunch of people I don't get to see every day. And I think that's the beauty of it. And um, I'm kind of running out of words here. But as far as I wanted to throw in this one last little bit because it's funny. And maybe I could start incorporating this in future podcasts. But what do you consider a power? And it's like power snatch or power clean. That's why it's called power not podcast. Like what some everybody has their own definition. So if you could describe what a power is, then uh, yeah, just let me know what you think. Yeah, man. So for me, my rule of power is if my hips are above my needs, is a power. I don't care where it is. I don't care if I want. But <laughs> All I want to look at in the video is, are my hips above my knees? And if they are, then that's a power. <laughs> then do you look at, like, I know you said, but, and so where do you measure, if we want to go into detail, what do you measure, like, your hips? Is it the hip crease? Because everyone can see the little hip crease. If that little crease is above the knees, is that what you said? Yep. If my hip crease is above the knees, it's a power. So I'm literally, like, I'll look at the video, and I'm like, I'll draw the line. And if the line's above the knees, it counts. If it's at the knees, it's still a power, no matter what anybody says. Exactly. Still at, the knees. <laughs> at or above 90. <laughs> yes, I agree. <laughs> and like some people measure like the, your hamstrings. Like, dude, if we got big legs, it's going to look like a squat. Exactly. I have huge legs. Like if that was the case, like I'm never going to land a power. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Heck yeah. So uh, where can we find you, man, on social media? Yeah, man. So if you're looking for me, it's JC Roomba, like the vacuum, R-O-O-M-B-A. Um, and then just reach out to me. Um, I'm just another dude in the crew of the Bear Boys, just trying to grow, humble kid out there. And if you want to talk faith, hit me up. There you go. got it. So there's JC, the tag P. All right. So go ahead and follow him on Instagram. You can talk some more. And it was good having you on this show, brother. All right, brother. Thanks, man. Peace. there you have it another episode of power now podcast episode two with jc the tag p thanks for tuning in if you haven't already go check out the other podcast that i made with grant and as well as myself so i hope you guys enjoy and have a good one